Welcome back to another edition of the Practice Squad. I'm your host, Adrian Corey, joined alongside, as always, by Matt Cheneau and Rafi Safty. Took a week off. Boys were busy. We're back. Halfway through the season, we're going to go through some mid-season superlatives. We're going to review what we missed from our uh, preseason predictions, and then we're just kind of discuss what we expect from the final nine games left in the NFL uh, this season. So let's just jump right in. As of right now, November 12, 2020, literally roughly halfway through the season, who do you think is the midseason MVP of the league? I think there's three true contenders, but I want to hear who you guys have it as. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I think that's the obvious choice and also the right choice. Really? I mean, wow. I, I love that? Russell Wilson, but I would not call it the obvious choice when looking at what Pat Mahomes and oh, 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 shoot. Sorry, sorry. I was just completely forgetting about Patrick Mahomes. Um, wow. But yeah, I'm still this going This is not still the going answer I expected from both of you guys. I'm still going with Wilson because, in my opinion, Seattle, I said this last year as well. I, I genuinely don't think Seattle is that good of a team. And I picked them to win 11 games because of Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson alone. And, like, I would consider them to be a Super Bowl contender. And for me, like, defense is such a high priority because, like, in 25 years, three teams gave up more than 20 a game. Like, defense is everything. The fact that they're giving up 30 a game and I'm still saying they can win the Super Bowl is just ridiculous to me considering, like, my philosophy on football is, like, that's how good Russell Wilson is. I think he's dragging his team like no one else is dragging his team. Now, I see, like, I don't think that they have a shot to win the Super Bowl simply because of how, like, that defense is on pace to be the worst, like, one of the worst, if not the worst defense ever. And this yeah, Sunday, it totally. showed up against the Bills. Like, they could say worst the defense ever, but it's it's bad. Dude, I don't know. You, you look at almost, you look at almost, you look at almost every like defensive stat possible. Like they're, they're, on, they're, pace to, well. they're on pace to break the yards record by almost a thousand. Peyton Manning set the passing yards record in 2013, averaging 300 like 53 yards a game was his average. If you take every quarterback that's played the Seahawks so far, it's an average of 364 yards they give up in the air per game. They I are, want to point out the, the yards are going up anyway. The yards are going up anyway. To try to defend the defense, and historically, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. But I think all-out blitzes when they have nobody in their secondary, you can play man or press coverage or any of that nonsense. Wait, so but but based off this, aren't we in agreement that Russell Wilson is just dragging the team? Here's my thing: Patrick Mahomes has 25 touchdowns to one interception. Russ is yeah, not. Yeah, it's Rogers is on pace for. He Rogers is at 24 and two. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And they that's too a good are point. dragging. I mean, I wouldn't say they're dragging, but I would Mahomes say that Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes. But I think Chiefs are a good team. Oh yeah, but uh, Mahomes. Has I wouldn't say the Packers are things that are absurd. Rodgers is really, I think, playing at that just elite level. Dude. Honestly, I was doing this without thinking too much. Uh, I think it's statistically, three. it's not going to go to Russ, but I, I would give it to Russ. It's a clear three. The only thing is Which, Rush has, I believe, 10 turnovers compared to the other guys, one and two. Yeah, see, that's the thing. And, and, and like, last year I said that I would choose Russell Wilson as MVP, which is kind of like a super hot take. You know? I mean, like, I'm just going to flat out say this is, like, not the answer I expected from both of you guys. Wait, like, one of you guys said Mahomes, the other one said Russell Wilson. You I expect Rogers? you guys to say Kyler – no, Kyler Murray, oh. and I don't – I, want I don't really think – Kyler's not an MVP midseason, not even close. He's I actually love, more statistically okay. dominant than Lamar last Okay, year. 
so I was going to say, if you want to compare Lamar's first eight games to Kyler's first eight games, Kyler's he has better. 223 more yards, seven more touchdowns so far this year. Yeah, but look at where Lamar really ran away. With it. Lamar had a great start to last season, but Lamar really took off in the second half. And that's what really stole – like, not stole, it really made him – So you're telling me – you're telling me you're not going to give the MVP to the guy on pace at the halfway mark for what's this – 5,200 yards – no, 5,300 yards and 48 touchdowns. How many picks, though? Ha- have you seen like the if other the picks people keep going, I think playing against – Patrick Mahomes on pace for 50 and 2. And it's yeah, also but, on pace for 50. But I think, I, think Kyler, I think Kyler has been playing remarkably better than Mahomes has. Like I, See, this is where look, you're too content with Mahomes' greatness. You people no, don't even recognize it. No, because just, oh, here's why. Is that, is that like is you can look absurd. at – But you can look at – You can look at like, all right, he's got one pick. But if you really go through and – But if you go through and watch those games, he's had the most dropped interceptions of anybody in the league. Well, even if they so caught like the interceptions, that, he's at like 25 to 4, right? Or 25 to 5. What was – I had missed what you just said. I'm saying uh, if if they did catch the interceptions, he's still at like 25 to 4. Yeah, but 25, 25 to 4 is remarkably different than – what is it, 25 and 1? But, but doesn't Kyler have like 5 or 6 or 7 picks, some, oh. something in that range right now? Here's I don't think he's been turning the ball over. Kyler is great, but he also record, even though it is a team sport, oftentimes the MVP gets associated with team record as well, regardless of what you want to look at that. So yeah, he's got Rogers, seven picks. So Rogers, Mahomes, and Wilson have a little bit of a nudge on Kyler just because their teams over as a whole are doing well. Right well, now, if I, I'm giving the MVP midseason to Russ, but I don't would not be surprised if either Mahomes or Rogers takes it. I think that's where I'm at right now. Because Wilson's done the most for his team. Like, right now, I think he wins it. But, Wilson, um, excuse me, Rodgers and Mahomes are putting up a hell of a case, too. And there's still a lot of time left for them to just do a little more to overtake. Because they're all razor thin right now, in my mind. This might be a suck Kyler's out answer, there too. I would agree with that. I think Kyler would be, like, fourth. Kyler would be I, think, I, I picked Kyler before the year to win MVP. He wasn't my actual pick, but he was, like, my dark fourth pick. I got him at 13-1. to one. But yeah, so hopefully he wins. But you also have to think. You also have to think though. Dalvin like, Cook is five. You you what also have it? to think though. He said Dalvin Cook's five. You have to think majority oh. of MVP voting is purely off of narrative, and Patrick Mahomes already has an MVP. Well, no, he doesn't. And so like he's gonna have to put up fifty and one to win another MVP. Not Patrick Mahomes. He won wait, an MVP. Wait, I thought Lamar won an MVP. Mahomes has an MVP? Am I tripping? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Mahomes running 20. Oh. Yeah. The year before oh, Lamar. Wow, oh, yeah. I I forgot that Pat's been here this long already. First you forgot Patrick Mahomes when you were yeah. Then you oh, forgot that he won an MVP. Disappointment abound I, by you right I now. Guess, so, like, hey, man, that's, hey, man, that's, like, part of the reason why. brain fried. But I feel like Patrick Mahomes' greatness, as you said, Aiden, is just kind of casual at this point. Oh, dude, what what you know? is yeah? Story. But that's that's like part of that's like part of the reason why he won't win it is because people are just like, oh, well, so we're not predicting who will win. We're we're saying who we would give it to, so we can recognize. I'd still go. Mahomes is great. I'd still. I don't care about narrative. He's the MVP. I have I have a take about Kyler, and we'll get to it when we do our highly anticipated coaches ranking. 
But um, I think it's going to go to Kyler. I think it should go to Kyler. I wow, tease. that's shocking to me that you say it will go to Kyler. Yeah. Like, if he just keeps playing like this, I don't I don't see how it doesn't. Well, I would love that because I would make money, but I think that, like, statistically he's not ahead of these guys, and record-wise he won't be ahead of these guys. I mean – So, I think it would, I think next year or the year after they'll give it to him. But for now, I think they're going to probably give it to Mahomes. Or but you also got to think he's also leading in, like, uh, QB rushing too. So, it's like not yeah. only is he, uh, like, passing well – <laughs> but the rushing, that's, that's like, another aspect that, like, people all of a sudden, like, care about a ton. He's amazing, by the yeah, way. Like, he's, dude, like, he's, one of the best quarterbacks, young quarterbacks I've ever seen. What is it, seventh in rushing yards, total rushing yards? That's crazy. I didn't realize he was that, that high. Sorry, eighth. He's got 543 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. So, it's not. I'm not minimizing him. I just think right now, if I'm giving it through eight games, I would give it to Russ. I'm also giving it to Russ. It's Kyler. I love that answer, though, Shanoa. I, I hope he wins it. Next superlative, I guess we're going to cover. Right now, eight games, who's your coach of the year? For me, I think this is – for me, it's, it's kind of clear. I'm giving it to Brian Flores. What wow. he's consistently mm-hmm. able to bring out of this team – since that 0-7 start last season with a terrible roster, they're 10-7. and They're beating teams that people weren't expected to. I think he's a great coach. We've discussed him on the show. We'll get more in the coaches' rankings. He does more with less. Granted, they had some big signings in free agency, but just consistently their defense has been excellent. I'm a big fan. I think. He's Are you doing big this big for fan. our Dolphin fans? No, listeners? I'm not. I generally think no. he's he's. I mean, he's one of the favorites right now. It's not a hot take. I would agree. He's a, he's one of the favorites. I, he's I, up I there. My mine would go to Sean McDermott. Oh, you're going Sean McDermott. I, so I didn't prepare for this. So just this is a tough choice. I like. Would you guys consider Tomlin in there? I I don't really think. Hundred percent. Top five. Coach, no doubt. They're eight and zero, so I I think right now I'd probably lean towards Tomlin to be honest. Yeah, he was he was second for me, but I think yeah. that Tom, uh, the job McDermott has done as a whole with the Bills is like pretty damn good. Honestly, I mean, it's, I didn't it's even shocking to me they're seven and two because I feel like they shouldn't be seven and two right I now. Dude, I'm all in on Flores. It's biased because I really think he's a great coach, but I think they're five and three. They have a self, they're a playoff team, and no one expects them to be a playoff team. The yeah, Bills were expected I mean, to be frank a playoff team. And, but and I don't. McDermott, I think people is McDermott people, getting the credit for Josh Allen, or are we giving that to Brian Dabble? So, well, I think that's that's like a discussion, for like a different time. But at the same time, I think that it's people expecting the Bills to be in the playoffs, but I don't think they expect them to be this good. The one are they negative, really much better than we thought they were going to be, though, because like they're ba- like for me, absolutely. Like, not, I, what, like we, the point differential is only nine points. Like they're it's shocking that they're seven and two. Yeah, but. That's the point, though, is that I think we had them at like nine and seven or ten and six, and right now they're on their way to being like twelve and four. But but like, do you really think they're they're a team that's like an average twelve win team? Like, I think they're probably getting a little like some variance to be seven and two right now. Like, they're giving up twenty six points a game, and isn't McDermott supposed to be the defensive guru? So, so like that speak? was the point. That was the point I was going to make. Also, is that you could also make the argument that. 
and again, we'll get into this with like the coaches thing, but like his, he's supposed to be like a defensive guy and their defense has been, it's taken a huge step back, but it's been countered by the offense taking a huge step. So I don't know. I, I think the bills have been a lot better than I expected. And I think part of that has to go to how well Josh Allen is playing. Like if you want to throw in another guy that's in the MVP conversation, like Josh Allen, he's in there, but yeah, I, I think it's between McDermott and Tomlin, and I'm going to go with McDermott. All right, fair enough. I don't know. This is always one, though, that's, like, so tough to pick because, like, again, we still have nine games to go, and anything can happen in nine weeks. Oh, no. Well, we're not yeah. – keep in mind, we're not picking this as, like, a prediction. We're picking it through eight games, who is your MVP? Don't think about the future. Just solely based on in the last, what, eight? Or, I believe, right, eight games or nine. Through week nine – who is yeah, your all right. Then, yeah, I, I would say McDermott because I didn't think the Bills would be this this good. Okay, fair enough. Moving on. Through, again, so I'll rephrase it. Through not, mid-season MVP, like mid-season MVP, mid-season coach of the year, keep in mind just based on what we've seen. So mid-season defensive player of the year. I went with, I think, the best player on the best defense in the league who consistently proves it. Arguably she could have won last year. Went with T.J. Watt. He's continued to improve, continues to morph as both the pass rusher. Just, I think he's fantastic. He's the backbone, the best player on the best defense. I'm going to give it to him through nine games. I'm, this is kind of the boring pick. I'm, I'm going to go with Aaron Donald. That's kind of the boring pick because he has like three of them. And I don't think he'll win because people are bored of giving it to him. But he's just simply not, the most yeah, dominant. Not a prediction. Player. That's our whole thing. Me and Raph talked about this with LeBron. LeBron really should probably win the MVP every year because he's the best player in the league. Maybe there's a few exceptions. I agree with what you're saying. As you're saying, Aaron Donald's the most valuable defensive player. He's the best defensive player in the league. He should be winning every year, even though. Yeah, so I'm not going to overthink it. I'll just give it to him, even though it's boring. I like it. Now, what about uh, you? I was going to say Aaron Donald also, but I'll switch lanes because I don't want to be picking the same player as you. So I'm going to give it to Miles Garrett. Like one sack off the league lead. And I think also – I think he's tied right now. Uh, I, I have it here. He's one back of Yannick. Oh, true. Um, but I think, like, it, he might be underrated as far as, like, how people view – defensive ends because like tj watt's gotten a lot of like the press this year and he plays in a great defense obviously but cleveland's defense without miles garrett is not a great defense like we saw that last year when he assaulted mason rudolph with the helmet he uh like that defense just went downhill and he's almost unblockable so he's had a strong year so far so i'm gonna go uh miles garrett Fair enough. Um, honestly, I would say a two-horse race, offensive rookie of the year through midseason. I got to give it to Justin Herbert, but no knock on Joe Burrow. Record aside, dude, I was wrong about freaking Justin Herbert. We've said it multiple times. I was not a fan. I said it again. Uh, I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Oregon Justin Herbert and Chargers Justin Herbert are two different players. If they get a legitimate coach and not Anthony Lynn, this team is looking a lot better. Dude, Justin Herbert's a dog. I think oh, that was that was a uh, that was 
some insulting of my man's Anthony right there. Am I wrong? Uh, you said that. He I, said he's I, not I, legitimate. Like, these, like, <laughs> just hearing us talk about, like, the coaches and stuff like this, I cannot wait to discuss this because this is going to uh, Yeah, this is weird how you said that. You're like, you um, this is just the way you said it. So. I was an Anthony Lynn fan, <laughs> and this season, like, I feel like has, like, taken, like, a cloud over my eyes. Like, I yeah, I, I think – I mean, uh, it's tough not to go with Herbert. I mean, he's playing better. Or, I mean, the stats would say Herbert, but I also think that Burrow is on such a worse – it comes down to, like, if you put Joe Burrow in the Chargers, do you think anything changes and vice versa? I think Justin mm-hmm. Herbert's played slightly better. Uh, made the, more, I see. the wow plays, and he's just a legitimate – I think they both are. I think they've both been really good. But I think you have to give it to Herbert just because the stats say that. That's the the differ, differentiator in a way. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably yeah. I go with Herbert, but like this is I both of them deserve it. Honestly, like if they just went, we'll give co rookie of the year to both of them. I like they won't do that, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't be opposed to it because they've both have been really good. But yeah. Defensive Rookie of the Year, kind of a tougher one. I had to do some. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm winging this. We kind of came up with this show topic literally five minutes before the show started. There's a couple guys. I mean, Chase Young's hit on his expectations. Antoine Winfield's been fantastic. I think there's a couple of names for a Defensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know if there's any that jump off the page to you. Right now, I'm giving it to Chase Young because I think he has yeah. been. Antoine Winfield for me is a close second because he's been really good and really helped elevate that defense. I probably Chase Young, but I will also say uh, Jalen, uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnson for the Bears. Uh, the Bears, yeah. He's been he's been unreal. Like he doesn't have the interception numbers, which like when will probably hurt him, but when he's been in coverage for them, he's been unreal. Him and Kyle Fuller together have been shutting everybody down. So, I mean, it's probably going to be Chase Young, but he would be like a sleeper outside of Winfield, obviously. But those are the three, I think, right now that are up there. Raph, who's your uh, defensive rookie of the year so far? Is Rafi's Wi-Fi toast again? I yeah. believe so. Yeah. What a surprise. The weekly tradition. This man's Wi-Fi is garbage. University of Maryland stinks. They are terrible. They need to invest more money into their Wi-Fi. So yeah, there he goes. An embarrassment to the show. Um, we'll wait here as a defensive rookie of the year. Chanel, you can give me a player. You can give me a team. What's your big, been the biggest surprise so far this season for you? Jeez. Yeah. It's the, I, players have come around. I mean, for me personally, just the name I mentioned it when I was going through my thought process, the Dolphins have kind of surprised me, but which was kind of reasoning for my Flores. James Robinson. I, I don't. Surprise. I don't know if the. I don't know if the Chargers have like or not the Chargers. The Dolphins have surprised me because I think that this was always a thing that we watched last year and we said that they were definitely building something. I think the timeline in which they've done it, like it yeah. being this early, is surprising. I don't think it's surprising that they're actually good because you watched the end of last year and they, from week one when they got housed by the Ravens till week sixteen, they were two completely different teams. 
and you could see that they were building something. Biggest shock. I mean, I hate to go back to it, but I guess Josh Allen. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody when they watched him in college thought that he would get this good. I mean, I certainly didn't. I thought there was a chance. It was like, all right, he'll grow, but I don't think he'd be, you know, near seventy percent completion. Yeah. Throwing eight yards down the field on average and like leading them. Like last game, they legitimately just said, we're going to throw the ball every single play and there's nothing you can do about it, Seattle. And he was just lighting them up. I mean, Josh Allen, especially back to even the first couple of years in the NFL and accuracy issues. We said on the, I remember the conversation on the preview show, it all comes down to the, the nature of his, can his accuracy improve? And so far it has. I mean, we said Lamar had a market improvement from his rookie year to MVP. We're seeing the same similar idea with Josh Allen. I'm actually going to give a sleeper of paper to mine, James Robinson of the Jaguars, simply because I think he's the epitome of a surprise. I mean, oh, you know what, too? Back, and he's been one of the best running backs in the league. He truly has. I'm going to stick in the division, the Texans being this bad. Okay. That oh, is – No, no, no. You were – so that, that leads into biggest disappointment, which was my next one. All right, well, Texans then, your biggest disappointment? Texans. I, it's just shocking that you can have Deshaun Watson and be this bad. I just don't know how it's possible. Um, I think my biggest disappointment, actually, is the post-Cam, post-COVID Cam and the Patriots. Because I love what the Patriots were doing. And uh, – so are you on that train? Because I have a friend that's a Patriots fan, and the more I talk to him, the more he's trying to push the COVID is affecting Cam Newton, and he's a worse quarterback because oh, of it. I'm just saying that the post-COVID Cam, not necessarily because of it, but more so, like, that's, like, the clear break. Those two games were absurd. Like, I'm talking – we're getting to in two minutes – are about our biggest misses so far through the season. Dude, we were talking about Camden and like 15 to 20 rushing touchdowns, being an MVP candidate, and are just way too early reactions. But Yeah, but I think more of his struggles, honestly, is like who he's throwing to than who than anything that he's done. I actually haven't thought he's looked that bad. It's just when you're throwing the ball to Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers, and I mean Jacoby Myers looked Great Monday night, but, but there's a I, difference. It's, dude. It's, Can't beat the Broncos. Struggle against the Jets. He just hasn't looked the same. And granted, maybe it was but, he was playing the Dolphins and the Seahawks, and it was up. But that, from what I expected, following those two weeks to what it ended up being, and the Patriots kind of as a whole, kind of disappointing. Um, but I mean, how much better? Sense. How much better are you expecting this offense to be when you're throwing to guys like that? Oh, I guess, but I'm just saying. But yeah, I gave I mean, you that, my that's like anybody. It's either them or the Cowboys. I mean, not, I mean, like, I would rather go the Cowboys over Cam because I don't think Cam as a player has been, like, disappointing per se. Like, I've oh, enjoyed but, watching no, him back, and I think he's looked decent. patience after those two weeks, it was. People were talking about, oh, he's back, and he's not at all. All right, fair. But, so, again, I guess I, I will change it because I forgot. The Cowboys are generally probably my biggest disappointment because I thought they were, like, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And then even when everyone was healthy, you realize just how bad the defense was, and then everyone got hurt. So, yeah, the Cowboys, I think, are the biggest disappointment. Honorable mention, hate to do this, Carson Wentz just being, like, below uh, average at quarterback. Yikes. He stinks. 
I was reading an article. There was the athletic did like a mass breakdown of all his like film and stats and all that. Dude, he is terrible. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it, but I feel like that should be an honorable mention to talk about he how bad. Wentz certainly is, is an honorable mention. Yeah, Wentz is an Wentz is a, a freaking honorable dude. We've already discussed him a lot. He's he's rough, but now we're having a quick episode. So last topic of the day, going back to our preseason predictions. What have been your biggest misses? Should know yours is. Yours is obvious to the masses. What you're. Big. I mean, yeah, the Steelers one is the pretty bad. But to be fair, though, I feel like no. I feel like I was close. No, you're not close. You said six like, wins through obviously, eight games. Obviously, obviously, like yeah, obviously, like the win total is wrong. But at the same time, like look, I think this past week is like showed why I think I. Th- why I thought that they were going to be like six wins. Like they should have lost that game against the Ravens. You can't tell me they, sh- you can't tell me they possibly should have won that game when Lamar Jackson turns the ball over four times. And I think what two of them were in the red zone or like on the Steelers side of the field. So like if he just doesn't turn the ball over, they, the Ravens most likely win that game. And big Ben's throwing for under 200 yards in some games like that is a serious issue oh he's back what are we talking about Raph has returned I, uh, I, I dude oh my god I you're glitching. get out of here you are glitching out you need to go to like the library like yeah. go anywhere but your apartment but uh no like I think I mean I'll, I'm gonna I'll say that the take wasn't good the, the take was bad. I was wrong, but at the same time, I still don't think that the Steelers are Maryland, no good. I'm not. Rafi's trying to tell me he doesn't have a library. When I visited Maryland's library on camp, oh, it's shut down by COVID. Yeah, uh, that'll, oh. that'll do. Well, I guess Rafi's just going to sit there on mute and listen to us, and he's going to give us thumbs up or thumbs down based on our takes. I don't even know what we're talking about. Rafi, what you not? Missed, we're, doing we're breaking now? down our worst me? takes. Do you guys hear me now? Yes. See, I'm classy. Our worst takes? Our worst takes from early this season. I would like to also point out that I had the Giants going 8-8, eight and eight, and I think I'm a year early. I, uh, I'm looking at mine. Honestly, nothing, nothing too bad here. Oh, Texans winning the division and sticking by it for like three weeks was bad. Chart believing in Anthony Lynn was poor. I had them going 9-7, though. Packers at nine and seven. I guess I doubted Lafleur's system. Cowboys defense. I had the Cowboys easily winning the division, but I was right on the Eagles being shitty, which not a lot of people were. And then uh, I had a I had a down year relative to most on the Niners. Got lucky there. But yeah, I mean Cardinals. I guess I I remember saying to you guys about the Cardinals. I was going to be like, oh, I I'm predicting seven and nine, but I feel like they could go eleven and five. So the Raph had them at eleven and five. Raph had yeah, Raph had the Rams at four and twelve. That, That's that was, true. That was I, well. I just want to point out a few things. My worst takes. I just want to catch up. I I, I for my internet issues. We're talking about Burrow and Herbert. Oh yes, you I didn't give it to Burrow, but they're gonna give it to Herbert. But I think I think it's just Burrow's taking like twice the amount of sacks Herbert has. Like I feel like he's the better player personally, even though I love Justin Herbert now. Right. But anyway, Raph, my worst takes. Also missed real quick. Who's your defensive rookie of the year then? Uh, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, well, there were two votes for <sighs> Chase no Young. 
There were a couple for each one went field. Uh, uh, Jalen Johnson got an honorable mention from Chanel. I mean, I guess I'll just go with uh, I'll go with Chase Young. But he, he's I been kind of injured, it, it, so I feel like he's not such, really a good option. Yeah, that one's a tough one because none of, like, the – there really haven't been any standout defenders. Been, this yeah. is also a tough year to do that because, like, a lot of the defense is, like, knowing the scheme and playing in the scheme and stuff like that. When you don't have practices in the offseason and preseason to work through those kinks, like – Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, Akuda like, and Brown. Yeah, I was going to say, look at Akuda. Isaiah Simmons, obviously, has really struggled, so – there's really not that many options, so I guess I'll go with uh, Chase Young by default. So, Raph, uh, the last thing you, I guess we'll just end on this because you have to get going. We kind of we don't yeah. need to, we don't need to simmer in our worst takes just to make ourselves feel bad. Um, also, real quick, what's your biggest surprise and biggest disappointment so far in the season? It could be a player, it could be a team. I just need your biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. Uh, for me, I'm going to be honest. I think it's uh, I think it's New England's atrocity. That's your biggest. That's, disappointment? that's probably. Yeah, how bad they are is shocking to me. Okay. And I really hope they turn around next year or now so I don't have to hear the, the Belichick stuff because I'm a big Belichick supporter. Okay. What, what, like, what negative could you possibly have about Belichick? Like, half their team opted uh, out. No, it was uh, – Me and Aiden, me and Aiden have been in a lot of debates about this with other people. Me and Aiden are on the same side. Well, are there people out there that are actually saying he's not a good coach? Yes. Yes. Mm. Shout out Darius. Who's probably listening? I mean, that's just well, not a monstrous. not a bad, coach, but oh well, yeah. Overrated, like so. Yeah, I, but, all right. I, I don't even that'll that'll just get me mad. I don't even want to talk about that. Raph, before we go, what's your biggest positive surprise? Uh, okay, my biggest positive surprise. Oh, also, by the way, my biggest disappointment, obviously, is. Probably the Niners. Overall. Oh, that's your actual. Okay, aside from that, well, yeah, I mean the paper, like from a personal perspective, the Niners made me depressed yeah. for football for the first four weeks. I've gotten over it though. Uh, also, the Broncos disappointed me. My best surprise, my like most positive surprise. Hmm. I don't know to be honest. That's that's a tough one. It's been a bad football year for. For my picks. If, if you like to know the uh, – well, it's not your picks. Just a, yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's, it's, just, it's been a like bad football NFL in general. I need a surprise before we go. Chanel's was Josh Allen. Mine was James Robinson. Giving some love to my boy, James Robinson. Huh. I, I don't know. I have to think. It's tough. I'd probably – You could say Talia I mean, Iloa. I don't care. I need a surprise. Okay, fine. I'll go – no, actually, no, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Not, I had to think about my answer. Justin Herbert, because I did not think he was going to be good at all, and he's built different. So, he – I'm a big Justin Herbert fan now, so I'll definitely go with Justin Herbert. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Practice Squad. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week for the long-awaited – mid-season i guess coaches raking so i'm like actually there there are not many things that i've been like excited to discuss this is legitimately going to be going to be like gonna be a muscle an episode for sure this this episode could be heated it it could be between like an hour and 15 minutes to four hours like i have no idea how long (laughs) this is gonna take gonna be must listen so excited until then i'm Aiden corey joined alongside matt chino and rafi safty we'll see you guys next week